Are you someone who makes alone time with God in the morning? Are you someone who makes time with God in the afternoon? Are you someone who makes time with God in the evening? In the midst of our busy days, we are to pray without ceasing as it tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5:17. And yet it is still important to make alone time with God. Time away from the hustle and bustle. Time away from the crowds and people. Time with just you and God. Do you get filled up in the morning by spending alone time with God before the day gets started? Do you close your day by thanking God for the day before you go to sleep? When do you make alone time with God? Dash. The One Year Daily Insights. With Zig Ziglar and Dr. Ike Rygert. For December 11th. Dash. Solitude in the Evening. Dash. Memory Verse of the Day. Greater than and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. Greater than. Greater than Matthew 14:23. Dash. Let's look to learn more by expanding on this verse and getting more details by using the Amplified Version. Greater than when Jesus heard about John, he left there privately in a boat and went to a secluded place. But when the crowds heard of this, they followed him on foot from the cities. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd, and felt, profound, compassion for them and healed their sick. When evening came, the disciples came to him and said, This is an isolated place and the hour is already late, send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, They do not need to go away, you give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here except five loaves and two fish, he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish and, looking up toward heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people, and they all ate and were satisfied. They picked up twelve full baskets of the leftover broken pieces. There were about five thousand men who ate, besides women and children. Greater than. Greater than immediately he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, of the Sea of Galilee, while he sent the crowds away. After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat, by this time, was already a long distance from land, tossed and battered by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, three o'clock to six a.m. Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately he spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter replied to him, Lord, if it is, really, you, command me to come to you on the water, he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw, the effects of, the wind, he was frightened, and he began to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus extended his hand and caught him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those in the boat worshipped him, with awe-inspired reverence, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, the sea, they went ashore at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent word throughout all the surrounding district and brought to him all who were sick, and they begged him to let them merely touch the fringe of his robe, and all who touched it were perfectly restored. Greater than. Greater than Matthew 14 13-36. Dash. Points from the devotional. Ever needed to get away from things? Ever needed to try and deal with or process something but found that you couldn't get away? Ever tried again to be able to make time away to spend with God? 
Today's verse we see how Jesus tried to get a way to deal with the death of his cousin John the Baptist who was beheaded but how that wasn't possible because needy people came to find him. We see how the crowd found him and not only did they need to be healed it ended up they needed to be fed. We see how it wasn't a small crowd but a huge crowd that included 5,000 men and their families. We see Jesus perform miracles of healing and then the feeding of the 5,000 with a boy's lunch. We see how Jesus tries to get away again. He sent the crowd home. He sent the disciples out to the other side of the lake. He was now able to get away alone and process the emotions and situation. Don't allow success to distort reality or your perspective on things. Don't allow success and miracles to puff you up or intoxicate you. Don't allow success and miracles to make you think you are all that, that you have the magic touch, or are even indispensable. Feeling stressed? You need time to process it more than you need another success or miracle. Feeling stressed? You need time to be able to gain perspective. Let's make sure to keep prioritizing and put first things first. Let's make sure to follow Jesus' example of keeping priorities straight in order to respond accordingly. Let's make time to get away in order to be able to process the emotions, the weight, the loss, the pain, the sadness, and receive the comfort of God the Father. Let's make time to get away in order to be able to get filled up and reset so that we can be ready for the next day. We may not get a lot of time but we need to make and take the time we can to be with God. We see in the follow-up to today's verse how Jesus needed to rescue His disciples who were out on the lake in the midst of wind and waves and a storm. We see how Jesus went out and walked on water to catch up with and be with and help His disciples. Let's consider this encounter as an aside to today's message. And in the fourth watch of the night, three o'clock to six a.m. Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw Him walking on the sea, they were terrified, and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately He spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter replied to him, Lord, if it is, really, you, command me to come to you on the water, he said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw, the effects of, the wind, he was frightened, and he began to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus extended his hand and caught him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Matthew 14:25-32. No matter what we do, we can't keep the stresses out of our lives. We need to stay healthy and as such be aware of our stress levels. When our stress levels get to a point we need to carve out some alone time. We need to carve out some time be it in the morning, afternoon, or evening to connect with God and deal with the situation. Let's not ignore what is going on in our lives but rather let's choose to make time to be away or get away and be able to work through our life situations with Him. Dash. Discussion topics from today's devotional. When is it necessary to be alone for a while, and when is it selfish? What are some patterns of solitude you need to build into your schedule? How will it help? Dash. Quotes from today's devotional. Greater than times of isolation with God will press at the times of inspiration we receive from God. Greater than. Greater than Dr. Ike. Dash. As we move into December we have finished the readings of the Tanakh and I thank Seferia for their resources in helping me to see the Old Testament in a new way and my friend Lionel for having shared this tool with me. As we kick off December the idea my wife brought up came to mind about going through the book of Luke, who was a doctor, which happens to have 24 chapters which means we can read one a day and complete it in time for Christmas. To get as many details from this I am going to use the amplified version to try and grasp all the details Luke gives us to consider and learn. So today we will read Luke 10. Greater than it happened that while Jesus was praying in a certain place, after he finished, 
One of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John also taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us, who has offended or wronged us. And lead us not into temptation, but rescue us from evil. Greater than. Greater than then he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves, of bread, for a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come to visit me, and I have nothing to serve him, and from inside he answers, Do not bother me, the door has already been shut and my children and I are in bed, I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything just because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence and boldness he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking, persistently, receives, and he who keeps on seeking, persistently, finds, and to him who keeps on knocking, persistently, the door will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you, then, being evil, that is, sinful by nature, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him? Greater than. Greater than and, at another time, Jesus was casting out a demon, and it was, controlling a man so as to make him mute, when the demon had gone out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds were awed. But some of them said, He drives out demons by, the power of, Beelzebul, Satan, the ruler of the demons. Others, trying to test him, were demanding of him a sign from heaven. But he, well aware of their thoughts and purpose, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is doomed to destruction, and a house divided against itself falls. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand and continue to survive? For you are saying that I drive out demons by, the power of, Beelzebul. Now if I drive out the demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons, the Jewish exorcists, drive them out? For this reason they will be your judges. But if I drive out the demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has already come upon you. When the strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his belongings are undisturbed and secure. But when someone stronger than he attacks and overpowers him, he robs him of all his armor on which he had relied and divides his, goods as, spoil. He who is not with me, believing in me as Lord and Savior, is against me, there is no impartial position, and he who does not gather with me, assisting in my ministry, scatters. When the unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless places in search, of a place, of rest, and not finding any, it says, I will go back to my house, person, from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the place swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they go in, person, and live there, and the last state of that person becomes worse than the first. Now while Jesus was saying these things, one of the women in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed, happy, favored by God, is the womb that gave birth to you and the breasts at which you nursed. But he said, On the contrary, blessed, happy, favored by God, are those who hear the word of God and continually observe it. Greater than. Greater than now as the crowds were increasing, in number, he began to say, This, present, generation is a wicked generation. It seeks a sign, a testing miracle, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah, the prophet. For just as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so will the Son of Man also be, a sign, to this generation. The Queen of the South, the Kingdom of Sheba, 
will rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon, and look, something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up, as witnesses, at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and look, something greater than Jonah is here. No one lights a lamp and then puts it in a cellar nor under a basket, hiding the light, but, instead it is put, on the lampstand, so that those who come and may see the light. The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, focused on God, your whole body also is full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But when it is bad, spiritually blind, your body also is full of darkness, devoid of God's Word. Be careful, therefore, that the light that is in you is not darkness. So if your whole body is illuminated, with no dark part, it will be entirely bright, with light, as when the lamp gives you light with its bright rays. Greater than. Greater than now after Jesus had spoken, a Pharisee asked him to have lunch with him. He went in, the Pharisee's home, and reclined at the table, without ceremonially washing his hands. The Pharisee noticed this and was surprised that Jesus did not first ceremonially wash before the meal. But the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and plate, as required by tradition, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish ones, acting without reflection or intelligence. Did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give that which is within as charity, that is, acts of mercy and compassion, not as a public display, but as an expression of your faithfulness to God, and then indeed all things are clean for you. But woe, judgment is coming, to you Pharisees, because you, self-righteously, tithe mint and rue and every, little, garden herb, tending to all the minutiae, and yet disregard and neglect justice and the love of God, but these are the things you should have done, without neglecting the others. Woe to you Pharisees, because you love the best seats in the synagogues and to be respectfully greeted in the marketplaces. Woe to you! For you are like graves which are unmarked, and people walk over them without being aware of it, and are ceremonially unclean. One of the lawyers, an expert in the Mosaic Law, answered him, Teacher, by saying this, you insult us too. But he said, Woe to you lawyers as well, because you weigh men down with burdens, man-made rules, unreasonable requirements, which are hard to bear, and you yourselves will not even touch the burdens with one of your fingers, to lighten the load. Woe to you! For you repair or build tombs for the prophets, and it was your fathers who killed them. So you are witnesses and approve the deeds of your fathers, because they, actually, killed them, and you repair or build their tombs. For this reason also the wisdom of God said, In the Scriptures, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will put to death and some they will persecute, so that charges may be brought against this generation, holding them responsible. For the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the priest, who was murdered between the altar and the house of God. Yes, I tell you, charges will be brought against this generation. Woe you lawyers, because you have taken away the key to knowledge, scriptural truth. You yourselves did not enter, and you held back those who were entering, by your flawed interpretation of God's word and your man-made tradition. When he left there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to be very hostile, toward him, and to interrogate him on many subjects, plotting against him to catch him in something he might say. Greater than. Greater than Luke 11 1-54. Dash. So where are you at today? Do you have alone time? Do you make alone time? Do you have enough alone time? Do you have too much alone time? Are you isolating yourself or are you spending alone time with God? Are you ready for God to engage you on this and build a healthy amount into your schedule? Are you ready to ensure you have enough alone time with God? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer asking for the forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my 
mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus is your Son, and that He died on the cross at Calvary that I might be forgiven and have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and will worship you all the days of my life. Because your word is truth, I confess with my mouth that I am born again and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Did you pray with me? Would you be willing to leave me a comment so that I can pray with and for you about such an incredible decision? Or if you don't feel comfortable leaving a comment on my blog, why not email or text me instead? Dash.